Welcome to My Arundel Biz Podcast, powered by Anne Arundel Economic Development Corporation. A podcast that celebrates the businesses and business owners throughout Anne Arundel County. Hey guys, welcome back. As you can see, we are filled with the holiday spirit. This is our fifth holiday episode of My Arundel Biz Podcast. And I just want to say we are filled with the spirit, as you can tell. Yes, sir. Um, just like all of the past holiday episodes, we promise this one will ooze with holiday spirit. So without further ado, uh, I'm very pleased to introduce our 2023 holiday season special guest, Ray Greenstreet, founder and owner of Greenstreet Gardens in Lothian. Ray, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Sorry I didn't get the memo about the shirt. Well, you got the hat. You got but the, I didn't get the hat. You got so the red logo. Good. You got the hat. <laughs> yep. We're, we're, all, we're all, right. all good. So just to kick things off, um, if you could tell us just a little bit about your background and how you ended up starting Green Street Gardens in Lothian back in 2000. So I've been in the green business, the greenhouse business all my life. I actually started as a yard boy when I was 13 years old over in Howard County. And I guess I was never smart enough to get out of it. And uh, worked there for a long time through high school. And then uh, right before I went to college, I worked for a big interior escaper over in uh, Burtonsville, Maryland. Did a lot of work in D.C. Went away to college, got a degree in horticulture and came back, worked for Ball Seed, who's one of the industry's breeder and uh, really a worldwide broker. Um, and then my wife, we moved up to Long Island and I was a sales rep up there and love, love Long Island. You know, never, always said I'd never moved to New York, but I was, I was wrong. We had a great place at, at the end of the island. And uh, I was on the road, you know, six, seven days a week. And I promised my wife and our young kids that we would eventually come back to Maryland because we all our family and friends were here. And, uh, so I had an opportunity to buy, my wife and I bought a business, uh, Windmere Greenhouses, which is down in Lothian, back in 2000. And we moved back, and uh, we're, we love being in Anne Arundel, we love Southern, Southern Maryland, and of course we love Annapolis as well. So we're super happy. Awesome. awesome. That's great. That's great. So now from your website and from your social media, uh, we've seen that you guys have grown a ton. Um, I mean, to be honest with you, I mean, I, I, being outside of the county, people actually tell me and they, they hear about you guys a lot. And it's really because of your holiday display that, you know, will be, you know, you guys, YouTube, you guys will be yep. seeing that. But um, I wanted to I wanted to know what what things do you guys grow um, and sell there now? So right now, of course, it'll be poinsettias. Right, um, right. So we grow our all, really a seasonal grower is what they call us. So we're annuals, perennials, poinsettias, you know, hydrangeas, all those types of things. Um, we grow all that down in Lothian. We've got a bit large farm and, and production there. We also lease some greenhouses around the state uh, in the spring. And you know, say, well, why, you know, why are you diversified or why you do all these different things? But um, when I was a kid working in the greenhouse business, you were busy in the spring and busy at Christmas, but the rest of the year you didn't have much going on. Everybody got laid off. But, you know, we have a lot of really good, talented employees and a lot of different backgrounds, and we need to keep everybody employed all year long, right? Because you can't, you know, you let somebody go, you can't get them back because there's 10 other jobs waiting for them. Um, so we diversified and really try to 
not get rid of all the peaks, but it try to level it out. So that's one of the reasons we do a lot of different things. So we're in wholesale and retail. Uh, we're also in live uh, small plants and you know, starter plants. Okay. So speaking to that, on the, on the business sense of that, um, what are some of the highlights that you guys have that you can kind of provide us with business-wise and in your growth? Because to be able to retain employees, especially throughout the year in, in you guys' uh, field, um, has to be amazing. So, so one of the good things about horticulture or, or even or agriculture um, is that it takes, it takes a whole team. So it takes... You know, you could have a PhD, but you could also have maybe somebody that's in high school working or maybe somebody's a little bit handicapped. And, you know, people don't think about it, but we get millions and millions of pots in, in the spring, right? Mm-hmm. And you have to put all those pots in a tray. It, you know, you would think, you just don't think about it, right? Um, and they haven't figured out a robot yet. I was going to say, a machine. So I bought, I bought one in during the, you know, pandemic because I was worried. And it get a couple of pots, and then pots would go everywhere, oh, right? Wow. So you know, we work with um, with some of the different schools to bring you know people that want to have maybe a learning disability that want to learn some job skills and things like that. Uh, retired people, um, stay-at-home moms, stay-at-home dads. Um, we do have some robotics. We have a, a what we call a transplanter now. It takes the small plants and puts them into the pots and things, and it. It didn't really replace anybody. It just made us more efficient, you know, in that area and allowed um, my team to do other things that I needed them to do that I couldn't get them to do before. Remember the I Love Lucy with the chocolate? Yeah. They were, oh, yeah. They were the famous well, yeah. Right. Well, that's yeah. kind of what we did. We had a whole line for transplanting plants. And, you know, we're behind. You turn it up and everybody's kind of leading. Right. Well, now the transplanter does that. It looks like a Ferrari. And the thing is unbelievable. Oh, wow. But it actually improves our quality as well because every plant gets planted exactly the same. And then different plants that have to be d- done by hand or we do a lot of combination uh, flowers and things, those are all done you know, by our staff. So it's a, it's a win-win. Uh, take some of the, you know, the, that machine takes some of the pressure off. But one of these days I will find a machine that can put pots in a tray. It sounds like ridiculous, but... Um, you know, it's crazy. They'll do everything, I yeah. guess. But I'm so I'm, a little follow up there. I'm curious. So, about how much do you grow outside of greenhouses versus in? So we're probably, and it depends on time of the year. But right. in the in the spring, we're probably 75, 80 percent inside, okay. and 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 then outside. And then the fall, we do a fall pansy, fall violas, which you're seeing all over town. Everybody's planting them right now right. to add a little color through the winter. And we do. About 50-50 on that, um, but we um, we grow yeah we grow everything from you know small pot all the way up to, to large you know large large plants and um, perennials and things. You have, so we've asked this of a past podcast guest. I don't remember quite the number uh, that it was, but it was definitely jaw dropping to us. You have about an estimate of your skews of of plants. So skews and retail. We have a POS right, system. Right, you have retail um, too. And um, we've got about 70,000 SKUs. But um, now that, yeah, you look at it and you're like, this is nuts. Right. <laughs> um, we have a retail garden center in Alexander that we started right, 12 right. years ago. It was an existing facility. We're right in the middle of Alexandria, you know, kind of zone for that. You know, it's they would love to put a car dealership there, right? Yeah. And we've got a great... Um, a great team and, a, and great customers down there. But when I first took that store over, it's little, right? Tiny. We got no place, no backstock, no no parking hardly. 
And I thought, well, we're going to get rid of the SKUs. Well, I think we've probably quadrupled the SKUs because, you know, you can go from a small uh, condo or something to Alexandria all the way up to, to an estate, and you have to have right. all those pieces and parts um, right. to make it fit. But uh, but yeah, that's a that's a fun store too. Yeah, well, that's got to be great for just expanding your visibility and you know market presence because I think. A lot of people might go buy just a, a house plant there or something, and right, they're like, right. "Oh, you could right. maybe also do our landscaping." And yeah, so we do we do residential landscape, and then we Green Street Growers, which is the parent company, right. feeds the um, commercial landscape uh, or installers around the Del Mar area. So the malls and the hotels, and you walk up and you see the beautiful foliage or annuals or whatever. Um, we're we're probably growing most of that. And uh, so we truck ship to each job every day, and uh, we do two or three big chains out chains outs a year. Yeah. So, well, that's a perfect segue into the the very reason you're here for this special episode. It actually started because I've always seen the beautiful flowers at Annapolis Town Center, mm-hmm. um, where you know I'm local, so I'm always over there. Whole Foods, Target, and um, actually one of our Actually, our longest-serving employee, Jill Seaman, shout out to Jill. Who, uh, she lives there now, so she's always talking about the beautiful landscaping and flowers. So anyway, as you said, you guys are actually the provider of those flowers, and I was there back in the fall at the Fall Fest and asked um, another shout-out, Christy Swanson, their marketing director of the town center, where the pumpkins came from, which I think... How many thousand pumpkins were there? Several thousand. We also um, gave them a bunch of pansies to plant in the pumpkins. Right. So we volunteered for for that. I thought, now how are we going to cut all these tops off and clean the insides oh, yeah. out? You know, because they're not going to do that during the fall fest. Yeah. But we we came up with a system on the loading dock and got them all done. So, um, so and she said they went within like tw- oh, they were, twenty minutes they were or gone. something like that. Yeah, so that was, wow. that was so, anyway. Um, wow. That all leads me to say she gave me the little uh, not yet announced exciting news that you were going to have a pop-up shop there. And as Grayson said, um, you definitely want to watch this one on YouTube and Facebook because we're going to flash some footage of that pop-up shop. Um, And I know it just opened uh, very recently, just a little bit before Thanksgiving. So if you could just tell us a little bit about kind of what the pop-up shop offers, why it's uh, a must-see, and also just kind of how that partnership came about, um, you know, with the town center. So, we, you know, we love Annapolis. We, this is where we come for pretty much so everything. And, um, yeah, we, we work with Lovell Green to install all the flowers and the design, the hanging baskets and things that we do uh, at the town center. And then we hooked up with Christy. She, she was great, and we got introduced through our landscaper. And she's like, can you help us with our fall fest? And we're like, sure, we'd be, you know, be glad to. And it just kind of evolved, and, and we realized they had a little bit of space, not much, a little bit of space left over uh, that they wanted to fill for Christmas. And she invited us up, and, you know, I pictured this, like, unfinished space with the wires hanging everywhere and stuff. Right. But, no, she gives us this beautiful retail space, and we were so excited to move in. And, yep. um, so, yeah, we've been up there for – we were up there most of October trying to get this – get it merchandised and set up and we opened I think two Fridays ago and um, we're super excited to be there and it's been a lot of fun with you mentioned social media um, how many customers that you know follow us and, and support us 
actually, oh, I'm going to go to Annapolis today, even though they were from South County. So, right, um, right. And also customers that, you know, drive from Annapolis down to Lothian, which isn't a real far drive, but a lot of people think going to South County is like mm-hmm. way, way <laughs> away, but it's, but it's really not. Like it's really Bridge, 15 yeah. minutes. Right. Yep. Right. Um, yep. But uh, so, you know, it's been a big, big support. And yeah. um, all the staff at Annapolis Town Center has been just Phenomenal work with and, and very welcoming and anything that we need. So we're excited to be there. And it's a little kind of a little footprint of what we do uh, yeah. in Lothian and Alexandria that we're, we're bringing to Annapolis. Uh, we'll start bringing some, you know, fo- we've got foliage up there now and, and some house plants, but we'll start bringing in fresh poinsettias and some greens. And we're going to do a couple of um, wreath making seminars in oh, the town very cool. center and um, really want to be part of the community. Yeah. We started working closely with Annapolis. A couple of years ago, we started doing all the hanging baskets uh, through through the town. And, oh, uh, downtown as downtown, well. Downtown, yeah. Okay. And working with the arts group and all those people. And um, we just converted this past year to a, I hate to say it, a self-watering basket, but it's actually a basket that holds like four gallons of water. So the baskets went crazy this year. It took a lot of the stress of the summer off, and they didn't have to water them quite as much. Um, How and, big are um, those? So it's a 20, it's really a 22-inch basket. It's kind of it's big because it's got this huge yeah, tank, kind of four so gallon tank. So, you know, I was kind of like, okay, hopefully we don't pull any light post over, you know. <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, no hurricanes. It's, it's, you know, it's got some weight. Um, but they've done really well. You know, we do a lot of we do thousands of baskets through the Delmarva area. Um, some rotation down in D.C. We do all the ones down at the the bid and things, and it really adds to a community and to a town, right? Because it really focuses the boundaries of, of what's going on. And that business has continued to evolve and grow. We grow them all in Lothium and we come up with the designs and sunshade, what colors you might have involved. And um, so we've been trying to get closer to Annapolis and the whole town center piece just really kind of yeah, I mean, right in. as we were saying, that's obviously a win-win because you guys are probably reaching some new eyeballs there, and the town center is even on a short term filling what would otherwise be just a, you know, boarded up right f- front front. Well, phasing. not boarded up. I mean, they have a lot window, of that, but yeah, but dark you windows. know, um, an, an empty so. spot. So that uh, that was a really cool partnership to hear about. And why is the holiday season also a, a kind of special time um, to make a trip down to Lothian and, and visit you there? So uh, the green out, we have a greenhouse and a gift shop there. Um, Friday night, um, tomorrow night, we're going to have a big open house. We support the chamber right. and we do a, a wine tasting fundraiser. All the local restaurants come in and, and give a taste. So it, it's a great night. It's one of my favorite events that we do. You know, you dress up a little bit, you know, a little bit nicer maybe, and we have a photographer there, and, and you bring your wife or partner there and um, and have, you know, a little good cheer. It's a, it's a nice way to kind of kick off the holiday. Right. And um, you'll see the poinsettias and all our different uh, cool gift items and decorations. You know, Christmas is really one of those holidays that it's kind of taste, feel, and also a lot of memories. Mm-hmm. So um, it's important for people to, your family to continue to build those memories. So we have Santa Claus there. Uh, he comes right after Thanksgiving. And, um, and, they can, we, and we actually answer every single letter that a child leaves for Santa. And we mail them from the, from the North Pole. Oh, wow. I mean, and we meet uh, kids. 
Santa, yeah, it's, yeah. it's an email type thing right. that goes on, right. you know. They're Santa ambassadors. Exactly, yeah. that's so what a, that is. What it says, yeah. So yeah. the letters come back from, from uh, the North Pole. Thank wow. you. And, that's awesome. And, they, and, they, and if they're all stamped, and it, it's, a neat, it's a neat process. So as long as we can read it, we can, yeah. we can answer. <laughs> right. So we're, we're a big help for Santa on that. So it's important. Christmas has always been really special to me and, um, and my family. And... Um, it's just a nice way to build some memories. You know, we do a large fall fest. We're open mid-September through the end of October, and that's a great family time. And it's important for agriculture and agritourism to get people out on the farm so they can see where things are growing and how they're growing, um, get some memories, take a ton of pictures. Um, we tell everybody, we'll, we'll, you know, come out and enjoy the day. We'll send your kids home tired and dirty. And we guarantee most of them will be asleep in the car before they get to 258. Um, we have, we do schools during the week. We actually have even schools that come from downtown Baltimore, which is a long drive on a yellow bus. Yeah. Um, but those kids just love it. I mean, just, they bought seven buses one day this year from downtown Baltimore, from Inner Center School. And the kids just we have this shelled corn, right? We, sh we have these boxes, like a sandbox, but it's shelled corn. Yeah. So you can feel the dexterity and the kids just get drag your kids out of it. Right. And all these kids from downtown Baltimore, there's stuff in the corner in their pockets and in their shoes, you know, take it back home. And yeah. they had a good, good time. But um, and then we do a lot of, you know, local schools. We do a little bit of education, you know, try to teach kids about yeah. pansies and planting and stuff. But it's really to get out and, and experience. And like you said, they'll all leave with memories. So that's, that's great. Now, now, the thing about it is, is that in, in this world now, and especially coming off of the, the pandemic and, and where a lot of businesses have, have, have had to pivot um, and go online and, you know, online is now the thing to do where you're shopping and, you know, especially this time of year. Um, can you let us know um, just your take on why is it so important for people and for the viewers and listeners to shop local this Christmas? It's one of my big, one of my big things. Um, shopping local is super important. You know, you know the dollars that you spend locally stay in your community. You know, and that helps fund, you know, the Boy Scout troop or maybe the, you know, your kid's baseball team or what have you. And um, I have a challenge for everybody that's listening today or viewing today. And if you can just take away half of the orders that you order from Amazon and go get those special gifts at the different garden centers and the small pop-up shops and, and all the other great shops that we have in, in town. And one, I think that that gift means more to you and more to the per person that you're giving to them. And you're keeping those dollars in the community, which is just so important. Um, you know, as you, I travel around the U.S. and, and other parts of the world um, looking for plants and, and resources and things. And some parts of the United States you go to, it's all box stores. There is no mom and pops anymore, mm -hmm. which is just, it's hard to believe, but it really is, it has happened. Mm -hmm. And I think we all understand why it happened with COVID. And we sell some stuff online too. Don't, you know, I mean, some days you need that gift card and you just need it kind of quick and yeah. you forgot it's your mom's birthday and you got to get it, right? <laughs> um, and that's fine. But, you know, get out and visit. Oh, we got, you know, we've got great stores, you know, and all through Maryland and also, you know, in Virginia and um, that you can go see some of these mom and pops and really, you know, take a is little that, piece with you. Is that personal interaction that I think 
means so much, especially around these days where people are going to be going out and seeing their families. And, Mm -hmm. you know, especially after Thanksgiving, there's Black Friday where, you know, and then there's Cyber Monday, (laughs) you know. But I mean, you go out as a family and you're, you know, getting getting Christmas trees, um, getting, you know, a lot of different things just to, you know, do that and have that time together, which is is always great to me. Yeah, it's it's that you know it's that touch point and moderation. You know, you do a little bit of both. I mean, right. you know that's right. that's life, and um, a lot of people need some coaching and gardening, or you know maybe they're a new gardener. Or, um, so there's 21 million new gardeners since COVID. Okay. Wow, that's so, a number. <laughs> yeah. So now you know hopefully a lot of them stay in it. But the thing that's most interesting about that is the biggest increase was urban men. So our demographic oh, wow. from our industry has always been females from, you know, 30 and up, right? But a lot of the golf courses weren't open and, and you know, a lot of people were concerned about the food. So a lot of people are now growing a lot of their edibles sure. and things. Um, so a lot of the, the guys and the dads discovered gardening and really fell in love with it. So the statistics, statistics are telling us that um, the reason they never really garden that much was they just didn't think it was important enough to, to dedicate the time, their schedule. Mm-hmm. But that has completely changed. And, um, you know, gardening could be something as simple as a little succulent to some crazy plant, right? right. But once you get them in there and you get them successful, and, and it's really easy to be successful. You just have to be consistent. You know, oh, maybe yeah. you're a heavy water, right? Maybe he's a little on the dry side. Yeah. So long as you're somewhat yeah. consistent, yeah. you got a pretty good shot of, right. of making it happen. And we've got some great new products and fertilizers and things that are very, you know, earth-friendly and green-friendly and um, organic and all those types of things. So there's a lot of cool stuff going on with the gardening world. So whereas grilling was always the men's typical, stereotypical yeah. gift gardening is the new grilling. That's the, so I, yeah, we have a grill outside. I mean, during COVID, that's what I have built an outdoor kitchen, always one on one. But I got palm you trees can, and flowers. You can grill, you can grill while everything. you garden, right? Yeah, I mean, just, that's the perfect pairing. And, um, and there's so many cool, you know, edibles and things. There's all kinds of new things coming out. And uh, a lot of the breeders and things are really looking at what antioxidants and what things can they help enhance um, in the vegetable and world. They're even coming out with these little, uh, and they're calling them micros, but it's, it's like a little tiny mini um, cucumber and a little tiny mini uh, tomato and things and a pepper that you could actually put on your table and everybody picks their vegetable and put it on their salad. Oh, geez. Right? Or oh, let's say you great. live in a little, you know, a small, you know, you're reduced, you don't have a lot of space or maybe outdoor space. This is a perfect thing. So, you know, gardening is from, from A to Z. And the main thing is get out, touch the dirt and, and touch the plants. It's something to be said that you're, you're actually eating the food that you grow. Mm-hmm. Sure. You know, that's, that's just, you know, that's awesome. You know, if you go to a, um, if you go to a store, you know, and you touch the tomato and, you know, it's kind of thick and hard and stuff, they have to do that because they're shipping it across the country, right? Versus one that you get in your own backyard, yeah, right? Yeah, shelf from, life. Yeah, or, you know, that. or maybe a produce stand local or something. Um, it just has a different feel and a different taste and the sugars are all there and, right. you know, so. Well, yeah, as, um, as Grayson was saying with the shopping local, um, I think it's, Obviously, 
a somewhat expected answer from, from what you were just saying, but if you could just tell a little bit about kind of the added value of the experience when you're going, seeing something, picking it out, whether it's, you know, Christmas tree with your family, plant throughout the year, um, versus just clicking that button. Yeah, so, you know, Christmas trees, they've been, you know, had the big recession, so that hurt the Christmas tree growers, and the COVID came. Right. So those guys are, it's still tight, you know, and, and you know, um, but that's an experience. You know, you get the kids out, and you go out and pick a couple trees, and your mom wants, you know, this big fat one, and your dad wants a skinny one. And, yep. You know, the kid likes this one with a big hole in it. You know, that's yeah. that's all part of the fun. <laughs> right. Well, you know, whether you go do a fresh cut or you go to, a, you know, a garden center and, and pick it out. Um but those are all those experiences. Um, the, um, and finding that kind of special gift, you know, we, we got into pets. So a lot of the local pet stores closed. So we, and everybody brings pets to the garden center, right? They bring the kids and the dogs. So you're, so you're or they fully dog, dog friendly. Oh, absolutely. Put that out there. And, yeah. um, and um, we've got some big dogs ourselves. And um, so we decided, let's, let's go into, into that into that world and so we offer all different types of you know great products for your for your pets um and from food to treats and everything else and it, it kind of works you know and it's also that evening that those humps out because now you need the milk every couple of weeks well now you need the dog food or the cat food every couple of weeks and we get a couple of footsteps back in the door um but i don't know about you but you know i get excited when i give a gift to my wife or my family that i can that I picked that, I was like, oh, that's yep. perfect for my wife. Yep. You or, saw she's going to love it, right? You saw it and, and you, you thought of the person. And you have to touch it, you know? Yeah. Sometimes you order stuff online and you're like, comes and the wheel's not on or it doesn't <laughs> right. spin right or, <laughs> or it doesn't just quite look different. So, like I said, it's it's moderation for all of it. Um, yeah. But, you know, remember, if you're going to go ask a small business for a donation or, you know, we do, that's really one of the ways that we, you know, we, try to support everybody we can, whether it's a little school or baseball club or whatever, because I feel that that's giving back to the community, right? The community supports you. The retail side, you know, the retail consumer has to support that store as well. And um, so it's good. It's good for the chamber. You know, we work with uh, the local Ruritan group, um, you know, and um, they they do the burger burn. So we give them the spot, you know, we do all the marketing and all that stuff. And then they're out there burning burgers for, for our fall fest. But 100% of that money that they raise, 100% of it, other than covering the cost of the food, goes right back into our local community. Whether that's um, you know a scholarship or something else, or somebody needs a little help in the community. And that's what community is really about. And, and dogs, so we, we actually do a special couple dog weekends to bring them out to fall fest and it brings a whole different demographic so maybe they haven't had a child yet right or they don't have any nieces or nephews but they got a dog and they're going to come to fall fest and have a good time and um and a way to get out so geez well so for a little specific on the trees i think brie who i met um back when the pop-up shop opened i think she mentioned one cool thing about you guys is all your trees you they're not uh, netted up, so you can actually yeah we open them see up fully uh, what and they look. Dad and Alexandra, you know, when I took over that store, they did a great job with Christmas trees, and uh, it's kind of like an old Christmas <laughs> and 
Alexandria. Right. But we put all the trees in stands. We fill them up oh, with the okay. water. We got rows, and you know, here's all your nobles, and here's your Frasers, and uh, your Turkish, and and then you just go out there and and have a good time. And you're not buying it wrapped up on a pallet, yeah. you know. And right. um, plus, it's also good for the tree because we can rehydrate it before you take it home. We put a fresh cut on them. You know, super important to put a fresh cut when you get home and. Um, and you know, make sure they don't. The biggest thing with a fresh cut tree in your house is not to let it dry out. Right. You know, in the first week or so, it's taking a lot of water because it's it's warm now. All of a sudden, it's taking up moisture. Make sure put somebody in your family on it. We add a little prolong or something into it. Okay. Tree, tree preservative, uh, and they'll hold up just fine. Um, and having that nice fresh smell in your home, and there's mm-hmm. different. You know, there's Can't some have it. a lot. Yeah, some don't. We also, if you want, we can actually leave the stand on. You take the tree in the stand, you walk in the door, and yep. you put it down, you're done, add some water, and, and get, you know, get decorating. Man. So it's a fun time. We do a lot of, um, a lot of different wreaths. We, uh, we bring some beautiful wreaths out of um, North Carolina that are um, boxwood wreaths. Um, and um, we make a lot of our own wreaths from our farm. We actually go out and you come to the farm and say, well, I have so many magnolias and things on the farm. I'll work cutting it for... For our, you know, live wreaths, and, and we do a lot of that. And, nice. Um, so it's all, it's quick, though, you know. You yeah. go from fall to Thanksgiving, and oh, then, yeah. shoo! Yeah, yeah. And yeah. That, we're, in that, we're on that sled right now. We're rolling. Well, p- picking out the tree always makes me think of um, a Christmas story in that scene where they go get the tree. <laughs> but we can't, we probably can't include that clip in this because I think we get some cop- copyright lawyers on us. But um, well, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you another funny thing about Christmas trees. So we have a lot of customers that come in from D.C. So they actually rent like a little zip car. Oh, and oh, they right. zip the car probably, over to Alexandria, put a tree on, right? Of course, the zip car is a little, they put this oh. big tree, then they go back to D.C. And, you know, and you, you know, you live out here in the country or yeah. in this area out here, and you don't They'll think just about it. just throw those. it in the truck. Exactly. Yeah, right. you just don't think about it. Right. You know? Yeah, but, that, there's probably some f- funny stories and photos of that. But, <laughs> oh, there uh, are, I'm sure. Yeah. So. Well, so after hearing about, and as viewers are going to see, seeing how cool everything is uh, down in Lothian, out in Alexandria, and then the pop-up shop. Um, I can promise you that Grayson and I will be uh, probably returning to those to, to do some of our holiday shopping. Absolutely. So this is, I think, I'm, I can make this promise, the very hardest question of the episode. What are just a few of your top must-see and maybe must-buy items of this year? Maybe a few of those... Cool so, little men's uh, men's gardener gifts. Yeah, so we we um, we work with some local artists, so we have a lot of their products. Okay. Um, so those are kind of cool because you're not going to find them right many other places. We also work with a Providence Center, um, which is right up here in Annapolis, and uh, we support them. So we've got some beautiful pottery and different things from them, and then you know we. We send a team out in January because that's when you have to start buying and looking for mm-hmm. Christmas. And, you know, it's just all different types of things that we get. We do try to have, you know, gifts from, you know, the kids all the way up to, to the dads and the moms and yeah. grandmothers. And, and the dogs, obviously. And now the dogs. Yeah, we got plenty of the dog is going to. So I have two. I have a big Roddy and I have a beautiful golden retriever. And they are the best fed dogs in Lothian, probably the best fed dogs in Maryland. So they get to test all the new foods and, oh, that's <laughs> and things that come out. They're not overweight, but they they definitely- uh, Hey, you don't have to pay them, so- They definitely they, have a beautiful coat, yeah, but we get a, good feedback. It's a good so, trade-off. Uh, we're, we try not to bring anything you know, from China or anywhere. Mm-hmm. We want to bring, you know, we bring, you know, 
things that are made in the U.S. and that we know that are true and healthy for your your pets because it's important. You know, your pet's a big part of your your family, and you know, the longer the healthier life that you can provide them. And I keep thinking about doing a video. My wife thinks I'm nuts, but, you know, I make my dog and they eat a little bit of raw and I put some carrots and a few blueberries in their bowl every morning and they just go bananas. And, um, and they eat a few bananas yeah, too. Yeah, bananas too. So, mm. um, but anyway, but no, it's, it's good. And, you know, we appreciate everything Anne Arundel County has done for us um, from through the ag community and, and what they've done and, um, you know, county council and everybody else for Anne Arundel. It's agriculture is the number one industry in Maryland, and we want to keep it that way. And it's you know it's important. It's important for the kids to know where food and things come from, and how to how to garden and and how to you know enhance your your lifestyle. You know, um, so remember every dollar you put in your landscapes immediately comes back in the value of your home. So to 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 wrap things up, um, you are. And a great example of a of a very successful businessman and business in Anne Arundel County. I do want to know, though, with this time of year, with everything going on, with all the stuff, because I mean, I know you guys are busy, all of that. What are some of your top tips for business uh, owners to kind of relax this year? Don't give up. Yeah, you got to start at the top. Like I said a little earlier when we were talking before this, that you really have to start at the top and kind of and you kind of work it. And um, you ever watched uh, Apollo thirteen and that guy goes, "Okay, this is all the stuff we got to get these astronauts back and work it, work it, just work the issue." Things happen, you know. Somebody wrecks a car, or somebody drives through your door, or you know, there's, there's a million things. The heater doesn't work, and um, if you're going to be a business person. You have to understand that. You also have to understand the community, and also you have to understand the government in your in your in your community so that you can work with it. But you just get up every day and you know pull your pull your shorts up and your pants on and and one step at a time, and you just keep working at it, and it will get better. You know, three o'clock in the morning, you know, all the boxes are going off in my head, and I you know, and I get in the shower and relax a little bit. You yep. know, take a breath, go yeah. for a walk, yep. um, and. You'll get it done, you know, and, you know, um, this morning I had a, a customer call from Alexander. She got to the store early, you know, for some reason our cashier wasn't on and didn't treat her the way she thought she treated. And, you know, I say this is probably not politically correct, but step in front of the bullet. I'm like, you know, I'm sorry it happened. Mm-hmm. You, know, what, you know, did you get your soil? And she's like, no, I just left. I'm like, well, where do you live? She's like, right down the street. I'm like, all right. Five minutes later, I got a bag of soil delivered to our house. Right. And, you know, you have to take care of it. You can't run and hide. And um, I try to teach our young people and, and people on our staff, you know, it is customer service. And just fix it. You know, it, we're not, it's not brain surgery. You know, it's, it's plants and farming and agriculture. We can fix it, you know. And sometimes customers come in like, oh, that plant died. Well, you're looking at it. You know they didn't water it for two right. weeks. It's been on a degrees. Right. Give them another plant. Give them a little advice. Fill this up every day and dump yep. it on there and give them a recipe. You know, this is, this is a recipe for success. And um, I tell our customers and our employees, success grows here. And I don't want a one-time, you know, customer. I want somebody that comes back every year and right. every year their knowledge grows, right? You can go buy an iPad. As long as you got it charged and you got it Wi-Fi, that sucker's going to run, right? Mm-hmm. So it's super easy. Plants and other things are a little bit harder but we need to give them all the parts and pieces. So 
whether you're a bakery or a restaurant or what have you, and you know, we we I love to eat, you know, and go to a lot of local Absolutely. restaurants yep. and, yeah. and try to make sure that you know give them a little feedback and in, in your yeah. customer in your chamber so that customers keep coming back. You know, right? Yeah. All of us make a mistake, but get out there every day. Just keep working at it. You yeah. know, and and you, you know, then put a good days good days effort in. So that's. I don't know if that answers your question or not. No, that's, no. that's powerful. Cause Absolutely. What we keep here, you know, keep your customers happy because, A, like you said, they'll keep coming back, and, B, they're the ones that are going to spread the word about where to go to get your plants. Or where worse to, yet, where not to go. Well, that too. <laughs> yes, exactly. You know, or you have a bad meal or what have you. Know. And as we keep going back to, they can, you know, if the power of social media, they can they can put it out there, whether it's good or bad. So it's definitely powerful. But we like to have feedback. You know, it's good to get feedback from customers and, and maybe some things that you like or don't like or things that you can't find that, you know, we try to find for you. And right. Well, speaking of that, um, just to close up, if you could remind everybody that's viewing or listening um, where they can find Green Street online and uh, also social media to to keep up with everything you got going on and everything that you're offering. So we're all over, of course, the social media, Facebook and Instagram and things. Uh, our website is um, greenstreetgardens.com. Yep. And our wholesale is Grow Green Street. Um, and if you go there, you can pretty much so you know, get over. My wife is a, my wife and, and Bree, you mentioned my wife, Stacy. she does a great job. And two o'clock in the morning, she'll be ribbing me in the bed saying, oh, somebody just put this question up. We have uh, in the dirt is our, is our email for questions and stuff. And <laughs> oh, she, okay. I'm like, you know, <laughs> I'm answering a hydrangea question at two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> but, you know, she does a great job with it. Bree does a great job with it. And then we have a lot of our staff. Um, we use Slack. So we, we post oh, a lot cool. of information up there. It's a way for... We have 175 employees across the company. Wow, so it's a way for us to really communicate. And we encourage all of our customers and, and our employees to put a lot of photos up on Slack. And then we can use them for social media and stuff. And, you know, it's yeah. it's super important. It's important um, and, and just how powerful that, that tool really is. So. Right, right. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us again for this awesome uh, fifth holiday season That's episode. Awesome. Yep. And um, just for... People, another plug to make sure you view this one. Um, we're going to close up and say happy holidays. <laughs> happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy all the holidays. We'll be lit up all and year. Look at us. We hope it's a beautiful one to you and yours. Thanks for listening to and learning about another great local business on the Meyer Rundle Biz podcast. As a reminder, you can watch this episode, past episodes, and all upcoming episodes on YouTube and Facebook, or listen to them wherever you get your pod. And last but not least, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn to stay up to date on the latest business and economic development news, events, and opportunities in Anne Arundel County and beyond.